listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I came to bring the pain hardcore to your brain. Let's go inside my astral plane. Find out my mental based on instrumental records. Hey, so I can write an instrumental method. I'm not the king, but the niggas is decaf. I stick them for the cream. Check it out. Just now deep the shit can get. Deep as the abyss. And brothers, is mad fish. Accept it. If you cross color, close your crossed over. Then you got totally crossed out and crisscrossed. Who the boss? Niggas get tossed to the side and on the dark side of the force. Move it on your left. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast has your host rod and karen we're in the house for a walking dead wednesday just me and karen mm-hmm. no guest just pure walking dead action and then we'll get into uh some uh, other stuff and all that crap that you came here for yes sir might be move a little faster without a guest i don't know we'll see <laughs> right depends on what happens yeah it depends on what happens um i guess first things first though of course we've got to give a shout out to all the people out there that give us five star reviews on a daily basis yes find us on itunes stitcher radio podomatic leave us a five star review let us know what you think we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that because it helps the show out tremendously uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today is day why, why won't this print what is going on no. anyway today is day 329 that bobby schmerder has been locked up in jail without a trial okay um uh, today is also a day that we are triple sponsored that's what i'm talking about yeah oh i see why because uh editing wasn't on okay there we go uh today is also a day that we're triple sponsored um we are sponsored by of course shadow dog productions the new rod and karen audio play is finally on on itunes also it stars former show guest nicole jew nick jew you guys know her uh vanel john faust thatcher and jenna simon listen to rye educate on dating crazy go to a yard sale and cope with the world ending in sunspot nine hilarious audio plays and all check it out on itunes uh sunspot and other ratchetness is the name of the title or you can find it on uh it's also on amazon uh and you can search our names rod morrow and karen morrow on itunes and amazon and it'll come up and then you just uh go in there and get you some all right we appreciate that um we also have another sponsor this podcast is brought to you by bevel that's right this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and have a little bit of a, a, a sexier sponsor um let's see if i can find some sexy music um how about uh you said keep our business on the low low i'm just trying to get you out the friends let me ask you a question are you getting enough I bet you'd love to get more, right? Well, AdamandEve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts. First, they give you a sexy little surprise for her. Second, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that you both can enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. 
and number 10 that's right 10 you get free shipping on your entire order so what do you have to do to get this it ain't hard <clears throat> go to adamandeve.com and select any one item it could be adventurous new toy sex piece of lingerie or anything you desire just in our offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts mm-hmm. go check out adamandeve.com today select one item anything you know what i mean crotchless panties some uh get y'all some uh you know some beads you know get you one of those little egg vibrator things that you put like right on the clit rabbit um get all those things um that's what it's called rabbit a rabbit get you a rabbit dog be hopping up in the bed hopping on that clit um so (laughs) you can do all those things uh and you get free shipping when you enter off code tbgwt that's tbgwt in the offer code box at adamandeve.com all right let me out you know the weekend is basically like rick james life and lyrics but with the voice of babyface it's just it's his songs are filthy is what i'm saying <laughs> it don't sound like they filthy to you listening it's like i just fuck three bitches for i saw you you're like oh that is <laughs> not very sanitary no no it's not did you use condoms sir kind of love song is this sir um and i think for me i don't i don't really listen because the first time i ever heard the weekend was when he did the war show and his hair come out looking like an ocean crash that's right. the first time i've ever heard of this nigga so when i thought the weekend was the whole group so that shows you how out of touch i am you was playing in the background i was like what the fuck is this and when yeah. you said the weekend all i could think about was his hair like crashing into the ocean so i really couldn't listen to the lyrics right well i want to do a couple things up front before we get into this review of the walking dead because <clears throat> there are some pertinent things i think we should get to before we even start the review and then we'll get into the review um yes uh first things first um i did want to talk about the missouri stuff a little bit more mm-hmm. more shit has happened mm-hmm. obviously um and uh like last night there were threats uh on the campus um from this app called yik yak where you can kind of post anonymously um and you know there were threats about like don't go to class i'm gonna you know some of y'all will be okay but if you black you better not go to class tomorrow because you know something's gonna happen and all this shit uh so of course they raised alarm across the university the actual uh i think it's msu alert uh which is their twitter account for school emergencies and stuff right they were refusing to issue any like state of emergency or hey warnings like stay off campus or anything like that they kept being like well we'll wait till it's confirmed even though people were posting screenshots right you know people were giving their eyewitness accounts to hey there's people in like white face mask and shit on campus and they're calling us niggas and trucks yeah like you know there's all this stuff going on um and the the actual campus is refusing to acknowledge it right mm-hmm. um it says posts from the mizzou students across a variety of social media platforms reflected the campus in turmoil on tuesday night and into the early hours of wednesday morning which this this is what this reminds me of uh you, i mean not reminds me of, this is what's so ironic these are people going out saying there's no problem here 
and that their reason their reasoning for saying that shit is these students are just whining about nothing so then we get actual fucking overt racism the next day and in silence where where are these people now where are these people you guys are so outraged that a fucking cameraman wasn't able to get in people's face and callously take pictures of their pain why weren't they using that freedom of speech last night to get their ass out there where people were not wanting the pictures taken because they were harassing and being threatening to the students where were those guys at where are the pictures from last night oh then the students are supposed to do it right got it okay cool um on facebook the student body president peyton head warned that the kkk had been spotted on campus advised the students to stay away from windows and residence halls and the student government demanded that the administration cancel classes it's 2015 guys 2015 not 1963 this isn't trying to integrate alabama come on now it's 2015 there's absolutely nothing to indicate that the kkk is on campus mupd major brian weimer told the man eater uh had subsequently retracted his earlier claims i'm sorry about the misinformation i shared through social media in a state of alarm i was concerned for all the students at the university of missouri i wanted to ensure that everyone was safe i received and shared information from multiple incorrect sources which i deeply regret the last thing you needed to cite more fear in the hearts of our community in the future please receive emergency updates from mu alert at missouri so that thing right uh so on yik yak someone put some of you all right don't go to campus tomorrow tomorrow missouri will really make national news those are the the the, the threats that were put out there um so it says the first part of this message would appear to be a reference to the umpqa qa community college student chris harper mercer who is a leader i've written sim- a similar message on the 4chan message board some of you guys are all right don't go to school tomorrow uh mupd is aware of social media threats has increased security said the chancellor on twitter students reported that there was a blue truck uh that was driving around campus harassing students of color um uh another man was seen stomping around uh stomping around something called the speaker circle shouting a racist rant by himself also on tuesday a threat was called into a meeting between the missouri legislative black caucus and members of the group concerned students 1950 at the black cultural center uh abc 17 news reports the building was locked down and mupd is investigating the call uh mu alert then put there's no immediate threat to campus please do not spread rumors and follow mu alert for updates um so yeah you talk about how sensitive these kids are but this is what you this is what you get right right and now and to me all it does is prove the points of the students like in my opinion all it does is prove that y'all let this shit go on you did not care um and it's one of the things where a lot of a lot of uh student and probably faculty too i pissed that that man resigned and the other man is you know being let go because a lot of people don't care about the status quo as long as the status quo benefits them right and i'll take your money i'll take your tuition i'll you can go here and get in enough debt that you fucking are paying for a home that you'll never live in for the rest of your life or a car you will never drive for the rest of your life in debt that depending on the economy you may or may not be able to pay this shit back we'll do that we'll take all that money but the stipulation is that you have to deal with racism the stipulation is that every now and then somebody's gonna call you a nigga the stipulation goes with that but the thing is there's nowhere else that deals with customer service because they're paying you for the service of education 
nation where any of this bullshit will be allowed but for some reason it's allowed here anywhere else if i paid for a service and somebody turned around and called me a nigga we would have a fucking problem we would have a problem and anywhere else you would demand respect you would demand that they not treat you like this i don't see the difference you have parents paying you have students paying people are paying and for a lot of these universities black people are a large percentages particularly black females we are very very high percentage as far as going to college just across the board and we graduate at a higher rate across the board so when when push come to shoves they can take their money and go somewhere else and they may be a quote-unquote small percentage but i promise you that few millions of dollars you're gonna miss that money you're gonna miss that money if these students go home and say i don't want to go back if these do if their parents take them out and said fuck that bullshit you will not return there, there, there are consequences and repercussions to this. You, you can't just allow people to just do this and think that nothing's going to happen. And there was also showing too that there are other universities that are coming out and other students across the country, somewhere up in New York and Ithaca, New York, um, were coming out and said this shit happened. This shit happens all across the country and it does not matter what university you go to, PWI, HBCU, racism is racism and it happens everywhere yeah um the fact that some people were trying to turn this into a historically black college versus p- uh pwi um debate is tasteless right tasteless and classless it's not hbcus are not to be used as a cudgel against your fellow black people in america to try to taunt them tease them or take a chance take take in a time of trauma even to, to try to demean them for going to to a predominantly white school wherever black people go that's where the fight's gonna be so even at a hbcu you're still gonna have issues of dealing with race racism on and off campus okay i've i do find that it was a great opportunity and i'm so glad i went i'll never regret it and whatnot but no matter where you go as a black person in america you deserve to be respected and you should not have to accept anything less uh so I don't I don't buy this isolationist uh tactic of well if you're black and you choose to go somewhere else you deserve or should just expect to be disrespected and you should just deal with it that that's antithetical to everybody who's uh fighting for black people to be free and for us to be equal that that's wherever you go that space your space deserves to be free so whether it's 30 other white people in your in, in the class or whether it's 30 black people in your class you still deserve to be treated with equal with respect so i i, I really hated that people even brought that up i didn't participate in that debate at all because i just felt like it is it's, it's so fruitless it's fruitless even when it's not in the times of uh, a time like this but it's still it's fruitless altogether period right because what what you're doing is that you're diverting the conversation away from the issue you're talking about other shit that's irrelevant to the situation at hand and when i was up watching it last night i thought about it because i've been to college i've been on campus i you know i've been in situations where emergencies and shit has happened i was an ra when 9-11 happened so i you know i completely understand what happens when the whole fucking campus going panic and and the thing about it when 9-11 happened it's college campus i know Fayetteville state it's college campuses that fucking shut down there was no goddamn nowhere near new york but they shut the fuck down anyway they mm-hmm. shut down and closed you know but yet when it's something that 
affects directly affects the population of your university and they're telling you that there's something wrong you ignore these you you ignore their plight and say that their plight is not real so what has to happen does a student have to get killed on your campus and somebody with the hood uh, a, a, a white hood stabbing them have to be caught on camera for you go oh shit yeah one professor actually resigned um because <clears throat> a student's email him you know and they were like hey um i know we have exams tomorrow but i don't feel safe coming to class because that someone is threatening to kill people tomorrow and it doesn't feel like i like i don't feel safe coming to class can you just give me another date that i can come make this up and i'll take the test in and so then he basically wrote if you don't feel safe coming to class then don't come to class i will be there there will be an exam administered in our class if you give in to bullies they win the only way bullies are defeated is by standing up to them if we cancel the exam they win if we go through with it they lose i know which side i'm on you make your own choice dr brigham um to which i was immediately like yeah they gotta get rid of him because that's insensitive not not just it's not it's, it's above insensitive it's not safe right this isn't this isn't don't give a fuck about your test yeah this isn't a guy who wants to take my lunch money <laughs> right and, the, and you know when the wrong time for this shit would be when someone's shooting up to school right we can't look at you and be like well you called this wrong didn't you right like no we we need to make sure that the, the campus is safe like you said we they people shut down we shut down fayetteville state for fucking 9-11 right that, you campuses know. all across the country shut down campuses shut down for oklahoma city bombing like campuses shut down all the you shut down for a motherfucking football game a goddamn basketball game people will shut down their campuses for things that they think that are worthy of it they have right. the right and the option you just didn't think that this situation was worthy of shutting down your campus right um so yeah the uh he he ended up basically resigning his position and canceling the exam uh to which i'm sure a lot of people are gonna be like wow you know he's such a great professor and he shouldn't have had to resign and all this shit of course you know um you know he made y'all made him resign and all this shit but uh he basically did something stupid right you know that's not the proper way to to respond to somebody and the thing is how can i properly take a test when i'm fucking frightened right i mean yeah it's just it's just callous it's not his problem right so he so it's like fuck you so i don't think it's a real problem to me i haven't lived under this fear that you experienced so fuck you come to class what what do i care you know you you're gonna be a bitch that's basically what he said Mm -hmm. you're gonna let the bullies win Mm of the bullies trying to take my life over some arbitrary shit like race yeah right you 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 in that test and kiss my ass i pay your salary to get this education not the other way around you know um so they actually arrested a suspect today good uh for um uh, making a terrorist threat good so that was good um without providing much detail about the suspect the university of missouri confirmed the arrest wednesday morning noting the person was not located on or near mu campus at the time of the arrest the school's ongoing chancellor uh r bowen lofton also noted on twitter the man used multiple accounts to threaten students yeah troll tactics right but since at the time no one can confirm what the fuck is going on it just feels like 10 people hate you 10 people are threatening to kill you right um 
you know i hope they treat it seriously he should be treated like the way that we treat people that make threats about blowing up buildings and shit come on like islamic terrorists and shit we don't we don't we don't give him a a a curve for for you know like well he only made a threat on the internet we go no that's a threat you go to jail um so yeah that's uh they did release a mug shot of the douchebag and they got him so i'm glad that um i'm glad they got him out of there man Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just crazy um you know and then of course these threats have happened that's kind of what started a lot of this shit these threats and this talk this is not a shit's been going on for a while it's kind of amazing the president gets fired and then within a day they catch you know they catch the dude one of the dudes making threats hmm maybe the kids are right um and yeah if you had a lot of shit to say about that cameraman not being allowed in there you had a lot of shit to say about how wrong the students were one he went on twitter the cameraman guy and was like i don't want to be part of this story uh y'all can y'all can get back to the actual topic at hand this racism right so why don't you honor his wishes and move the fuck on because he's moved on the actual professor or whatever position she was that came out there and barred his entry has issued an apology she said i was wrong for that shit which i kind of expected to happen anyway because she's a journalist a professor she knew it was wrong she just didn't care right um and y'all can take that up with her whatever y'all want to see happen to her but um you know i personally empathize with those students who have dealt with and experienced that discrimination Mm -hmm. and the other issues you know so um you know you guys can be letter to law stick to the rules all that shit you want to but like i said i didn't see anybody out there snapping pictures and being on campus last night Mm -mm. we know where to be found right every time black people stand up for themselves we got to deal with this backlash because like i told you these guys rooting for these kids on the field they're rooting for those colors on those jerseys they're not rooting for the color of those people's skin and not rooting for those people as people they just want to see big time football and be entertained that's it and you play with that toy you, t- you dangled it away and said hey might not play this football and then they fucking lost their minds uh which tells you a lot about what they thought about you going into it <laughs> come on now um <clears throat> all right and then um yeah let's let's we can do walking dead now <laughs> sorry uh had to had to talk about that guys um i would say that's fucking with black people but you know um not you know obviously be a hundred for the last three days so. <laughs> uh all right man so this is episode number five of season six of the walking dead um which means we're now over halfway to the halfway point for season six um let's go walking let's do it um okay so this is episode this episode is called now um directed by avi you yobe never heard of him or her i actually do not know the race or gender of this person now that i think about it um okay looks like a, a brown man uh and also uh written by Corey reed 
uh it got a 12.44 rating so it's slightly down i think now that people realize they're not going to get glenn's story right away they're giving up (laughs) (coughs) they're like uh so we're not getting glenn's fate right away nope well you know what fuck it i'll i'll catch it on the dvr um but in this episode basically rick gets back to alexandria uh and we get to see the aftermath of the wolves attack how it's affecting the alexandrians who are now realizing that it's a whole new world (laughs) the ones that survived a whole new world out there that Mm, they knew nothing about it ain't like what you thought about or what you read in the books Mm -mm. uh so uh yeah you got that and then you got um uh you know some romantic relationships blooming uh maggie's reaction to glenn not returning um and a bunch of stuff like that you know i saw on twitter as always a lot of people hated this episode but let's be honest they hate every episode at this point they just keep watching um which i've kind of been thinking about it kind of the more ethereal terms like i think a lot of the reason people hate every episode of walking dead but still watch it is because they don't hate every episode of walking dead they They hate the anticipation between episodes where they have to wait for the questions to be answered and especially with the way they tell the story with how they skip around Mm -hmm. from topic to topic like yeah they might leave you with a cliffhanger week three but they might not answer that cliffhanger till week six right that bothers a lot of people whereas if they were binge watching it on netflix or something they wouldn't have that issue at all Mm -mm. and it's one of the reasons i brought up a long time ago that netflix has an edge and all of their series get rated probably is say if you go to zero to ten they probably all their series probably get rated two points higher than every other like than it would be if it was on a weekly basis true because you can just go to the next episode there's no such thing as a cliffhanger in netflix just okay well let's see what's on next like yeah all 13 episodes of this is are off a lot of the frustration i'm seeing from fans are they're really upset that they have to wait they're like well, well what about glenn it's like well obviously they weren't gonna tell you you knew that when they did <laughs> right. it you knew that at the end of the preview with the preview for the next week right um or or you know why they got to do an episode about morgan is episode about morgan's not that bad if it's not taking up the week in your mind of what about glenn you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i think netflix has an, uh, an edge over other formats because of that and this that's why when you talk to people about netflix series very rarely do you hear somebody go i didn't like that right because most of the time when they drop it even series that they create themselves it's the entire series right but, like uh, um a episode, i'm sorry to cut you off but even an episode that's about character building and stuff on netflix is just 45 to 50 minutes and then boom i'm on to the next one so right. it's like even if i go always oh, slow it down it speeds right back up i don't have to wait 14 days true 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 that's how i was uh i started watching the arrow i think we was going like on season two or three when i started watching the arrow Mm -hmm. and when i started watching it i sat down and i watched it on netflix and at the beginning it is slow because your character building you're introducing everybody you're finding out who they are and it's slow but because I was able to watch it to net, like I said, through Netflix. When it got to the end, just go to the next episode. And like you said, <coughs> when shit happened and they got the cliffhangers, you'd be like, "Oh shit!" And I fuck around and I've spent six hours <laughs> watching Netflix. Right, it's a totally different experience, and I think 
uh not enough deference is given to that because people are so myopic and you know anticipation is just part of it and i think because the circumstances are so dire and such a high wire act every week with this show um people for the most part can only talk about what they don't like about it right because uh, it's like why i gotta wait for this why why did this character do that well they're gonna show you why it's not like they ever don't show you why correct which is one of the reasons i trust in the show and i'm okay like they always go back to like and this is why this person does this stupid shit like it's not they're just stupid that's the end it's always like oh and morgan had a fucking reformation of his uh the way he thinking now all life is precious and you got 90 minutes to figure of, of that you know anyway so uh let's get into the scene by scene breakdown oh wait first uh what'd you think about this episode now oh i loved it yeah okay yeah i liked it a lot too um i felt like it was character building Mm -hmm. i felt like this is one of those episodes where we actually do most of the learning and foreshadowing for things to come Mm -hmm. and you need these episodes because without them all you do all you do is you have people going around telling everybody how stupid the characters are or how nonsensical the writing is and why do people do this and why do people do that when really these are the episodes where they build it up like these are episodes where you find out like oh maybe maybe ron's got something up his sleeve or you know whereas if they just fucking cut to you know them shooting or something um you know it would it would be different so um anyway let's go ahead and uh get into it uh it's uh rewatch time uh so the first thing i realized when they showed the flashback from the damage done to alexandria Mm -hmm. that was one of those trucks Mm -hmm. from the trap with the zombie walkers Mm -hmm. and i think was it you or was it It just it was you Mm -hmm. that it was one of those trucks and it does make you wonder if there's zombies still in the back or not right uh although at this point there's so many zombies outside like because nobody even checked and looked right yeah and there's so many zombies outside now i mean they'd just be another just another batch to deal with i guess but um <clears throat> it is interesting you mm-hmm. know and anything could be in there honestly could be people in there who knows right but i do think it was a trap i do think it was designed to basically crash through the gates of the walls and let and then you, zombies open up right so that it could be pure chaos so that you got the zombies killing people you got them killing you know it's just so much chaos that even if you would have been prepared you wouldn't have been prepared for that right uh this opens up with deanna looking like death oh my gosh she gave up on life right she's just like you know what fuck makeup it's zombie apocalypse <laughs> right i don't give a rat's ass who i'm looking good for my husband dead right my baby gone too right so she um was looking like death and she was climbing a ladder to go to the top of the wall and reg's name is up there uh which is sad just a sad reminder that he built those walls and he's the reason they're safe mm-hmm. and she's looking out to survey the damage um outside and see if anything is coming and you can hear michonne talking to maggie in the background basically saying she doesn't know what happened to glenn but he said if he got stuck he'd send a signal and they they haven't sent a signal yet so they're worried about him and he might be dead and you know and maggie and and i'm sorry and uh deanna has that same stare on her face that nicholas had in my opinion right she 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 just zoned out where she wasn't really hearing anything you know everything was kind of muffled sounding like almost like she was daydreaming Mm Hmm. 
uh so yeah so they basically um she snaps out of it when she hears rick at the saying open the gate Mm-hmm. yelling at the top of his lungs uh which we knew that was rick a couple of weeks ago because of the closed caption right uh and then they open the gate and they see rick running through basically a herd of walkers like hot on his tail some people some of them kind of surrounding the fence but not really close to him he's able to dodge him right but this means rick has been running for so long my between this lat the two weeks ago episode and now just I mean, he must have got out the RV somehow. Right. And then ran all the way. <laughs> I don't know how far he was away, but he was miles away. In them damn cowboy boots. Right. I know he got all kinds of blisters. I hope he ain't got no coins. You know he got coins. What? Uh, so he's running. He's just like, you know, move away from the gateway, you know, all this stuff. And, um, you know, and, and Karen, you were right. You said he probably just ran or hightailed it back on foot uh and i was like i don't know you know maybe dale came back or something nope uh so, so you know he stank <sighs> like ass yes he does so they let him in uh meanwhile deanna's also just staring looking at what's going on with rick seeing it with the nicholas vision of the coward vision tm <laughs> right, right and uh she finally saw her first herd of walkers that's right you know um and i forgot that as tough as she is she's never really had to do shit it's kind of why it's always been sort of a comical element to you know the sheriff deanna you know uh persona that she had where she just looks you in the eyes she can tell that she can trust you if you're lying and then she gives you your assignment for what you're gonna do for a living and she has all these plans for this town and rick has always from day one been very consistent like yo these people don't know what the fuck they're doing right like they are lucky as shit i don't know how they got this lucky but this is ours now so it's and by ours it means we had a responsibility to protect it as well as run it and yeah. the, basically those who can't swim are gonna sink so fuck them right because he's like y'all ain't stressing me out no more y'all ain't gotta worry about me being in the middle of the street putting the gun out on nobody fuck it i'm I'm not fighting y'all i'm not battling y'all and i think it's just um to me it's the difference in leadership and i think she was more of a mayor quote unquote per se than a leader right you know she could uh delegate duties and shit like that and it, it was like one of the things how you have like the good time person how you know they're over it doing good times but when times get bad right now she you know she's not built for that and and it kind of showed last week that she was not built for that life yeah she can't fight she doesn't really have any skills other than delegating tasks to people right and this is not she in her in all fairness she had no idea how bad it was outside those walls no she didn't they've they've you know that that that's why i love the the quarry uh storyline because basically we're finding out why they're soft like we like they're not just like they're pathetically weak but they're just so fucking lucky they just have no idea it's like being born with white privilege you know right because basically rick and it was like everywhere else the towns are destroyed like Mm -hmm. you have zombies walking everywhere or if people are surviving like the shit that rick was suggesting they would have already done because they would have dealt with it but you know like you said because of the quarry it protected them that for them this shit was normal like we 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 were here and you know we had a handful of people that may have saw some shit but most of us really didn't see no action 
so rick gives a rousing halftime speech now it looked like he had went and took a shower i don't know but <laughs> he basically tells him like go look, team go look you know you know how he does he's he's all we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and he's basically saying look we're gonna be quiet okay the zombies are out there but you know our people are still alive i expect all of my people that are survivors to come back sasha abe daryl they'll come back they'll lead the zombies away from the gate just like they did the rest of them we'll be fine um you know we got a plan it's gonna work just be quiet no lights on at night no loud noises stay away from the walls and we'll be okay um and you know some people were kind of doubting him and stuff and he was you know saying like the wall's gonna hold together we reinforced it in certain places the wall's gonna hold together can you right which is a very very good question yeah because alexandria's have been the weakest part of alexandria so far yes they have aaron's face was full of guilt right here Mm -hmm. and you know they they have shots of the crowd and you can kind of see like um morgan's holding his staff and chilling michonne's there right and while he was giving that speech he was like we're gonna talk about some things oh yeah and he looked at uh morgan oh yeah i'm getting to it okay, um my bad. No, now i didn't see carol there i didn't see carol anywhere this whole week Mm-mm. so i don't know what's over her um so he said uh he said that the others they're gonna be back receipt of repeats they're gonna be back uh when rick mentions glenn maggie i saw look kind of uncomfortable and step towards him uh and i just thought man she's lost so much her sister her father her i think even her brother at the beginning of it or something like she lost a lot right like, and all she's got left is glenn right that and i think some of the family members had turned and was actually not all but some of the family members were actually down in that uh her in that, that farm right okay so yeah they i just know she's lost a lot you know and glenn that's just another thing she's lost you know um so ron was looking at carl during this speech that rick was giving and he kind of reached for his knife right while looking at carl so you know now it's like is carl now the object of ron's hatred i mean it went from rick to carl now like mm-hmm. i guess he did feel some kind of way about enid being over carl's house during the wolf invasion right but he didn't ask no questions to find out he just made assumptions yeah weirdo yeah but that's how teenagers are and shit some adults are like that but go ahead uh but everybody was barely listening to rick they were kind of doubting him and shit uh because he's still an outsider until aaron let them know that rick had done a great job he was like look rick's plan saved us this is actually only half of the fucking zombies that were out there right that we'd have had the whole herd there's no way it could have held up yeah and then he basically said um i'm partially responsible for this those wolves got in because they followed the plans and the documents that i had in my bag so he basically fessed up which is a big moment because i'm like yo aaron's trustworthy he didn't have to be coerced he didn't have to be found out nope you know rick probably already suspected some shit anyway and now it's like that's right because he had uh they had uh, the applesauce in the uh, rv yeah but the apples it wasn't the same applesauce that um rick gave aaron that rick it wasn't i don't think it was the same exact applesauce that's applesauce probably been eight but he just knew that those wolves had come from alexandria he didn't necessarily know that they got anything from aaron ah okay 
uh anyway so um aaron's uh admission though was pretty was you know it was a pretty stand-up moment in my opinion because he didn't have to say shit nope but he just felt so bad and guilty yeah he felt yeah he kind of felt like the town deserved to know and rick uh was looking dead at morgan and says there'll be more to talk about and i'm like yo rick knows morgan let those wolves go he gotta know yeah, yeah, yeah. why is he looking yeah. at him like that yeah and they had a gun too yes i would be shocked if he didn't know because rick almost died because of that shit right but uh rick knows his, his priorities and it's not the time to talk to morgan about it right now uh jesse uh every, you know everybody's favorite single mom uh she was out burying all those stank ass wolf corpses or at least dragging them out the house and getting ready to bury them right uh like starting with the one that she had uh stabbed in the face uh in front of her son she gave that lady the business oh i couldn't even imagine how long it would take to clean that blood because the lady basically had soaked into the wood oh so jesse is doing that at the graveyard rick comes up with this dumbass rule about not burning killers inside the walls (laughs) right don't nobody give a fuck i'm like dude come on and she just looked at him like they gonna stink it's hot you smell like rat's ass, rat's ass right. and i'm fucking too tired for this shit and he's like look we're not gonna do it just you know we'll do it later basically and i'm like i i get it but i mean i understand his whole like all lives are not precious and we need to draw a boundary <laughs> like he's it the, like they're going all so- lives don't matter yeah they're going they're doing so hard to make sure he's the opposite of morgan on this one but mm-hmm. we get it like rick's like no there are bad people and good people <laughs> everybody kills people but some people do it for the wrong reasons <laughs> yes uh olivia who is in charge of the guns and food just learned how to shoot last week you know <laughs> right uh she's in there uh telling all the townspeople to not raid the pantry and it was not very convincing mm. everybody was like bitch we taking all this shit <laughs> what are you talking about she didn't even pull a gun on nobody she just sat there and let him take it deanna was watching deanna didn't say anything Mm-mm. and olivia just threw her hands up like fuck it they taking everything you know everybody's like i gotta feed my family so luckily spencer was there her other son who was deanna's son that's alive and uh spencer stepped in to mansplain it to her to everybody Say, excuse me, guys, white man talking here. <laughs> you gotta listen now. We need to ration ourselves and not give up because if we do, this will be chaos. And this one dude named Bruce was like, why don't you go back to watching the fence? And Spencer was like, yeah, bitch, I shot that walker and kept that motherfucker from breaking over the fence, which I did call on this show. I think Adrian was saying like, that you know the walker was already dead or something whatever all i'm saying is he whatever he did to shoot that shit up saved everybody Mm -hmm. he got lucky but it happened and he was basically like yeah the fuck were you at bruce and i was like you know what good point spencer also bruce you're a little chubby man you like you can stand to to miss a few meals it's all right (laughs) <clears throat> i don't think bruce even had a family i think he was just saying that <laughs> he was getting all the hungry man dinners and shit um 
so spencer's speech gave deanna a little motivation to get her shit together and i finally saw her face kind of focus and smile a little bit this and i think that was the moment where she decided like like i couldn't tell at the time like did she decide um i i raised a good son this place is in good hands now i'm gonna go kill myself or she was like right uh or she was like you know what he's right and he's holding together so why can't i you know and proud of the you know alexandrians who are gonna make it basically true true and or i guess for me Mm -hmm. i kind of seen it as the the leadership was quote-unquote changing and she looked um, because she didn't respond to say anything almost like this might i might be in the blessed place which is not in leadership right like maybe other people can handle the burden for now right um so um they started drawing all the name writing all the names on the wall of the people they that were dead or missing well actually just the people that were dead in their opinions and they put nicholas and glenn Mm -hmm. which you know aaron saw this and he felt so guilty and responsible that he actually lost his composure for a little bit and like he was about to cry and out the corner of his eye he saw maggie getting packing up like she was getting ready to go on a camping trip yeah and you know maggie and we know how maggie is about fucking glenn and it's one of the reasons that i kind of don't like them is because they 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 do the most riskiest shit for each other right and put other people at risk right so maggie's packing up her shit walking towards the pantry where the guns and all this shit is and aaron sees her and follows her uh he sees that she has some ropes and some fireworks and some other shit uh and flashlights and he's like okay i see what you're gonna do you're gonna try to throw these contraptions out there from the wall distract the zombies for a little bit clear a path and then you're gonna run through all the zombies and try to go find glenn i can't let you do this and she said you can't stop me and he said basically like well what happens when you twist your ankle falling down the the, the wall Come or on now. one walker grabs you and now you got to deal with all the walkers because they slowed you down like this is a dumbass plan right to check it alone and you have no idea where he is right and so he basically was like okay i'm not trying to stop you but let me help you and um the thing for this i did realize is i think this could be a way of seeing it you know maybe i'm reading too much into it but i feel like maggie is trying to go see glenn at this point because of how she didn't go after her sister that's a possibility that that's right like i feel like you know she's trying to make up for it the thing that she learned about beth is that you don't give up on people because maybe if she hadn't given up on beth she would have found her a little bit earlier and saved her life rather than having her die you know moments before she was about to see her right because that that was a a big problem you know what i mean so i feel like that was maggie's new outlet look is i gotta try right you know who knows maybe she would have done this for glenn anyway and that's just how she always is i don't know because she was doing this shit for glenn even when beth was missing last year remember when she was like mm-hmm. walking with sasha and bob and left them behind and shit covered herself in zombie guts <coughs> so you know who knows maybe it was just that dick she's like actually i just i'm just after this dick it, I, it don't matter if it was my sister i still leave her out there um anyway 
aaron was on top of his shit and was like you know i got a plan to get you out i know a better way and he's like follow me and maggie's like okay you know uh deanna meanwhile is sitting in her house and she creates an entire blueprint for how to make alexandria a better prepared self-sustaining place and at this point is i realized that the actress who's been playing deanna is such a good actress because Mm -hmm. she has had like four lines in this entire first five episodes of dialogue like she just like she just doesn't have any long speeches anymore she doesn't have a lot of scenes where she's going back and forth with rick and arguing like everything is just like just do what he says listen to rick that's less that's pretty much like our like if you had a button remember those those uh when you were a kid they had those uh speaking spell things or whatever where you pull the string and then it's just like the cow goes move i feel like yeah. that's what was happening with her where she you just pull the string and she goes listen to rick ah in Scroo- several different ways do what rick says <laughs> yes i remember the doll just listen to rick like over and over right mm-hmm. the cow goes listen to rick <laughs> so she <laughs> so she finally like she didn't say a word this whole scene but she wrote all this stuff down and this plan on this blueprint of alexandria and basically was like boom this is the plan for sustainability you have and i wrote down some of the shit that she put but it was like you know crops um education training panels they got solar panels they like she had everything just kind of mapped out right because I, I and this is just me when she did that i i guess my perspective was like uh she's getting ready to die um be, you know like she's hand, like this is her plan to hand this off to somebody else like maybe she's gonna kill herself and she just right. recognizes that she won't be in the will in, in the world so it's almost like a last will a testament type thing right or her manifesto quote-unquote per se mm-hmm. um because and i think that that's something that her and her husband had talked about right envisioned and dreamed and you know they were probably getting ready to lay that plan out before he died and then she just never picked it up again and it was one of those things where she said you know what i better do this now while it's on my mind yeah and then like she wrote some words in in latin that basically said like um this is a plan that for when you like this you'll need this plan at some point you know what i mean like it wasn't exactly um uh word for word but i i went and looked it up because i don't you know it was delore hc tibby uh potter potter olim oh i know i didn't know what which, it meant. yeah it means um someday this plan will be useful to you you know so she basically was like cool that like this is gonna be uh the plan at some point and um maybe it won't be useful to her maybe she was writing that as a for someone else right but like hey you can use this plan and make this place a livable place um and i love this one of the things she wrote was that they have to keep exploring like expansion like she was basically like expansion and exploration like we can't give up on the outside world still and i and i like that because i think a lot of this is proving that because without exploration they wouldn't have even found out about that zombie quarry they would have just died right because everything broke through <clears throat> and then they'd hoard you know had to deal with hundreds of thousands of zombies out of nowhere yes yeah they wouldn't even have met rick's people nope um so um all right so she then hears a glass breaking 
in her house and she walks to the kitchen and spencer's in there and he's getting drunk off his ass off of some liquor that he stole from the motherfucking pantry after he turned around and told them people not to take it take shit and she was like so that was all bullshit what you said you that speech you gave and he was like look baby um them rules is for regular people i'm a white man i do what the fuck i want <laughs> like i hope you didn't think them rules is for everybody yeah the rules didn't apply to me <clears throat> and he basically said look if everybody would have broken there and stole a little bit it would have been chaos but if one person breaks in there and steals a lot for themselves nobody gonna notice baby now i'm gonna get drunk and he said one last celebration because they were right mom and you know it we're all gonna be dead soon and she was like what the fuck man like i can't believe you right now he's like i can't believe you you know and i was like you know he's like he once again i felt like this episode is about the alexandrians going through this realizations that the other crew rick's crew went through in season one like this like like if we had a role-playing game everybody in alexandria is joining your party and they're at level one and they need to level up fast right and rick and those guys are all like level fucking 97 it's just like you know like right and it's like they're going through the the shock the horror the the disbelief the uh going through the emotional thing losing family members and you know so for them they like to say they've a lot of them have been in that group some of these people wouldn't surprise me if they didn't lose a family member until the wolves attacked so you know to them it's just just shock and horror and ricking them like this is this is the way it is y'all right so <clears throat> so um rick i mean so spencer then goes off on deanna he's like you know he was like a liberal white person that voted for obama and got mad that we weren't pro-racial you know oh, he's, Lord. He's like you just wanted to dream what happened to dad what happened to aiden that's all you only thing he didn't do was call her deanna you know just it's all you deanna okay um and so after he said that he obviously wounded her and you know yeah. she he was he realized i think he had gone a little too far mm-hmm. and then he paused and went back to drinking and i was yeah, just like this son she, of a bitch so she's a good one she must be really sad and depressed because I'm trying to tell you i expected her to hit him smack him jump on him uh-huh. or something because he crossed that line where you like motherfucker no the fuck you didn't look man i love nina and everything but this is what happened when you don't whoop your kids i'm sorry yeah okay? <laughs> kids bad kids don't listen um, <laughs> uh, nobody tell nina i said that that's a joke uh um, babies is precious mm-hmm. until they grow up and stop being grateful that she helped them sustain a house <laughs> and start blaming them for the death of uh, d- uh of donnie oh lord because <laughs> mm-hmm. he ain't he ain't was eating peace on hmm uh anyway um so um uh, carl is checking on ron to see if he's okay and ron is so hurt that enid was at carl's house and he don't even want to go look for enid because you know they know that she's left and she's on the other side of the fence but mm-hmm. he's like well she's probably dead and carl's like motherfucker come on it's enid you know she alive we just need to go find her right and she left way before the zombies came and hurted the wall yeah and then he said this is for enid your friend and ryan goes my girlfriend i said since when when since when have they been boyfriend and girlfriend they did not 
is he just saying that because she dead and she can't say shit now possibility because like yeah. i don't you know and he might have some of his daddy in him that obsessive possessive uh, uh jealousy right and it wouldn't surprise me if he would because the way enith is he probably like you're my girlfriend i know how she go okay whatever i mean you know I mean, you right. know just because she's so laid back but it really don't mean they had a relationship she right. was like whatever makes you happy when he was crying she just hugged him like right. it was, I, they never anyway it was no emotional connection to them but ron might be a little psychopath growing up in that house seeing all that abuse not right. you know this isn't not a world no, where they have access to counseling and all right. this shit not knowing how a relationship is supposed to function properly right and he already had been looking at carl holding his knife and shit so i'm like what's up with this motherfucker right. so carl's like well fuck it then man i go look for it myself and he's like nah he tries to stop him so i'm not gonna let you and they start push. they get into the sissiest wussiest fight i've ever seen in my life like it was just like just like most kids fight but it's like no shoving you right <clears throat> finally ron falls and i did laugh a little bit because when ron hit the ground he coughed like he got asthma like he hit the ground he's like <coughs> anyway i'm gonna tell your daddy i was like oh so his plan was to tell rick because he knew rick wouldn't let carl leave he's like and if your father goes after you then other people go after you so you'll basically be putting the town at risk so he basically guilted carl in the stand right which is actually smart right uh cut to the infirmary denise the brand new doctor who just got a got promotion three weeks ago <laughs> right <laughs> i wanted it but she got it <clears throat> she's uh browsing through wikipedia looking up uh right. trying to look up a solution to um that brother that got shot in the leg by that bullet <laughs> wikipedia whips the hardback edition right i don't know why i'm blowing a blank with that brother's name but she basically was like look uh i don't know what's going on she's looking through the book like negroes and bullets how do you stop it and she couldn't find the chapter <laughs> so she slid the book across the floor like fuck it <laughs> right i'm tired of looking at these words right about then tara walked in right as the book was sliding towards the door she looked down at the book she looked over at denise who was on the ground crying uh kind of sitting in uh oh what do you call that i was gonna say indian style but i feel like that's probably offensive i don't think she was what are we, what are we what you don't think she was what oh oh yeah she was sitting she yeah she was I, definitely sitting i don't know what we call that yeah i don't know i've just it's, <laughs> it's been known as indian style even right. though that's probably culturally insensitive she was sitting in culturally insensitive style yes. and legs cross cross legs somebody yeah. said yes crisscross applesauce she was right sitting. and thank you um, thank you chat room uh <laughs> and so uh she um well she was sitting there tara's like yo what's up you know and she's denise like you don't need to come in and check on me and then tara's like actually i came here because my head hurt and she was like oh well how's the pain zero to ten and she was like actually i did come in and check on you girl what's up with them titties and then <laughs> denise is like you know I'm, I'm basically all fucked up you know i'm the doctor i shouldn't be i should be reading a book somewhere fucking sitting in my apartment chilling right i'm a psychiatrist psychologist i'm not a doctor i'm waiting on a doctor to come through that door and basically relieve me from duty because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing (laughs) at all uh so now this is denise basically getting her wake-up call you know and i didn't you know pick up on now here's the thing uh well actually we'll get to it later all right so then tara's like um 
you know look the world's not over yet because because denise is like the world's over it doesn't even matter if a doctor comes we all gonna die and tara's like no we the world's not over we can survive this uh, which is a huge thing because rick's people are like we've seen some shit and been through some things right this is this is like work compared to the bullshit we've been through yeah alexandrians are like nah we all gonna die i've never seen a zombie before and then rick's crew is like hey man it's a way out of everything um so um tara before she leaves kicks the book back over to denise like keep reading baby and tara and denise takes the book back and opens it up meanwhile the black brother is in the back just sleeping in a coma from the bullet wound oh yeah um jesse goes or is going house to house checking on people and she goes to this one person's house and a woman has slit her wrist committed suicide and turned into a walker mm-hmm. jesse opens up the door stabs her in the head and kills her in front of everybody yes sir i think that woman is betsy betsy is the woman who had the remember that dude that wrote a letter to his woman and they never got it to her yeah and and they told her like hey um uh, michonne was like hey uh we tried to save him right and you know that would make sense right because he did say he just recently got married right that was betsy and she killed herself yeah that that makes sense now so she couldn't take it without her new husband and was like it ain't even worth it dog and so everybody watched jesse stab betsy in the head and jesse turned around and gave a speech because she was so woke she was like this is what life looks like right now right i had to kill a bitch in my uh kitchen come on now right she's like you think i want to put blood on my hardwood floors and of course not right shit might never come out but she said this is what life looks like right now we have to see it we have to fight it if we don't fight we die and then she said now somebody picked this bitch up and walked out because she did not clean up betsy's body Mm-mm. <coughs> although what is the rules if someone kills themselves will rick allow them to be buried in the walls mm, that's it. No, i don't know just don't kill nobody else we got uh, another ninja turtles reference this episode as aaron and maggie go straight to the sewer like dos effects yes they do and that's how they're gonna get out of alexandria they're gonna take the sewer out of alexandria to go find glenn and they go into this tunnel and maggie just basically reveals like this is actually about closure she just can't live without knowing glenn's fate right. which makes so much sense considering how beth died and how she just wrote beth off and was okay and was like oh actually the second i start hoping she's alive i get stomach punched with her death all right so <clears throat> in the tunnel she reveals it's about closure um some sewer walkers pop out and they are some straight up nightmare fuel they're trying to break this grate open or something so they can get into this tunnel and aaron like it snaps off aaron gets hit in the head he falls down into the water maggie um goes to kill this this one walker that's like really debilitated it's like crawling well i'm talking about yeah the first one is crawling and when she does that another walker pops out of nowhere to stand in like Rawr, you know i'm right here bitch because they've been in the sewer so long they basically look like camouflage it's like with in aliens right when uh the aliens look like the fucking wall so it's like right. you know you can get bit anywhere because you don't know what the fuck's going on so uh the zombies are kind of and then like karen said maggie can't even grab it because right. it's like falling to pieces right and slimy and shit yes oh. her hand was under the fucking walker's rib cage at one point right. it went 
through it such great special effects by the way you know it's just walkers soaking in shit and water for the last however long and that will make sense they would fall apart right and and the thing about it especially the first one how it was stuck and and almost like glued to the ground like that that was really neat looking right um and so he aaron kind of snaps out of his pain for his head kills his walker that's crawling on him and then stabs the walker that's about to eat maggie in the back of the head (laughs) right and then she gets all mad like i could have did it myself it's like no you couldn't have i'm sorry maggie you absolutely could not have you were going to die yeah right and i'm thinking you want to take this fucking trip by yourself the whole time she was telling him she wanted to do it by herself he was like i wouldn't be a man if i allowed you to go by yourself i don't even think it's about being a man he just was like this is stupid right and aaron was running from the guilt of watching them put names on that wall true he like he also needed an escape which makes a lot of sense like that that would be his escape is why he's one of the recruiters for the trips like he leaves because he's like yo i need to get the fuck out of here that and also i think too uh he was like i i feel bad that they found it in the first place and and almost like maggie he's like i i feel bad and they're out there because of me and i let them here you know because of me and just all that guilt like you say where he's like i got to get out of here right and and you know it makes me wonder if um you know since that like how that never crossed his mind before that someone could have just killed him and took his pack and followed it back to alexander optimistic just naive i you know and i think it's one of the one of the reasons why i think it was smart that even though he could take care of himself but it was times where he was out with daryl where shit would happen he would trip on shit zombie come out no and daryl be shaking his head like nigga what's wrong with you you know because it's like he's just oblivious to a lot of shit even though he watched and he paid attention and kept his distance it was just some shit that he did that you was like okay you you you're gonna fuck around and get yourself killed and that's how it has to do why he told his partner hey i want you to stay here because you ain't about this life <clears throat> right um so you off screen i'm off screen mm-hmm. good they don't deserve to see this shit okay <laughs> just for all my just for all my real ass niggas okay not the real ass chat room can't hear this and they go listen to it later all right fuck the chat room all right <laughs> all right we back he don't uh, mean that he they left. can't hear it can't be quiet they don't even know what happened <laughs> anyway um so is uh so all right so lucky for aaron uh lucky for her aaron was there uh she told aaron he's gonna need stitches on his head just after he just saved her life she's like now you need to go back she's like so you need stitches so why don't you just go back and he said uh no that's fucking dumb you'd be dead if it wasn't for me and i'm like oh man maggie's killing me this week like i know it's just the, the hormones probably but damn you know uh meanwhile denise figured out how to save the black dude uh by taking a needle and sucking out some of the infection from his wound mm-hmm. and uh increasing his chicken levels and uh oh yes she did he was uh he immediately started doing better and she goes hot damn i figured it out hot damn and i said good for her it's a new day right so then ron tells rick about enid uh leaving and call plan to go get her 
and rick's like well where is he now and he's like i saw him he was taking care of judith on the porch um and, and rick's like okay thanks for telling me that and ron's like speaking of which i think you were right about me needing to learn how to use a gun and to arm myself and can you teach me how to shoot and so rick was like uh because ron was like i can guard the place if you want me to and rick's like nah the zombies are guarding the place i'm actually on top of this fence looking for signs of glenn and the other people right now right because uh, they gonna keep they gonna keep any outsiders away. Ain't nobody gonna come in with them out there. Yeah, he said the zombies are guarding the place now. <laughs> right, that's the alarm system, dog. <clears throat> so now Ron suddenly needs to know how to shoot a gun. Yeah, I think he he up to no good. Yeah, after that look he gave Carl, right. I don't want him to have a gun in his hand at all. But Rick doesn't know that. Rick doesn't right. even know they had his beef going. So he basically started teaching Ron how to shoot a gun. Right, I'm trying to tell you right now, you fuck around and shoot at Carl or, or hit Carl, uh, Rick will kill him. Now I did notice that Rick took some bullets out of the gun mm-hmm. before giving it to Ron to shoot. But still, Ron's gonna learn how to shoot. Uh Denise Fresh And off, he oh. may have took him out because he was like, Nigga, <clears throat> the way you were looking at me before, you might try to shoot me. No thank you. Well still one bullet in there. I mean, you know. But anyway, I feel you. Denise went right up to Tara and kissed her on her mouth oh that was so sweet mm-hmm that gate all must be on fleek because i legit did not know denise was gay me either like i don't know how tara knew that she was dropping that game on that girl or maybe she just got her britney grinder on i don't know me either i did not see that coming she went in there and got that woman and she kissed her and she said you're you're right being afraid sucks and i'm like does she mean afraid to holler at tara afraid of being out of the closet afraid of what exactly true that might be true too you know (laughs) because she probably just lived alone and shit like that and just nobody ever really questioned you know her sexuality yeah um so yeah that was that was that was wild uh in the in the sewer we find that maggie has now hit this roadblock where she's like they get to the exit and she's like it's still not far enough away from the walkers and aaron's like of course it is we'll fight our way through a couple but we'll be fine and maggie's like no i don't think so let's just go back and then aaron's like well you don't gotta go but i'm going I got, you know, cause he still wants to make up and save Glenn. Mm-hmm. He's not scared to be outside the wall. Mm-mm. And so Maggie's like, no! Like she says it real loud, just like that. And it attracts some walkers when she does it. And, um, so with, so now Aaron turns back and he's like, what's wrong with you? Basically like, what's the fuck's wrong with you? Right. And Maggie goes, well, just like, uh, Kadia, um, love hip hopper love hip-hop atlanta she goes i'm pregnant (laughs) that's right guys she is pregnant just like i called it right you was right about that and i was right about rick running for his life yep i called it everybody's hitting me on twitter like you called it i was like i know i know dog that's why y'all listen to me um so yeah he was uh she's pregnant um and i think she feels guilty about sending glenn out to get ice cream and pickles with with nicholas so (laughs) right for him not to return right so 
she basically decided like he uh aaron hugged her she cried and then you know they they got ready to head back right and as soon as she did that like a herd just came i was like they wouldn't have made it right yeah there were so many zombies so many zombies. they clogged all the sunlight to the tunnel it was crazy mm-hmm. um meanwhile sam won't come downstairs since the wolves invaded he's staying upstairs in his little safe area by his closet hidey hole and his mom jesse was trying to get him to come downstairs with some cookies and he was like no she was like he was like she said why do you want to stay up there he said because it hasn't changed up here basically saying everything's changed downstairs and he wants to stay in his safe place and i was like you know what that means time to call carol right because that nigga was like no i don't want your cookies fuck you and your cookies mama right her cookies ain't all, ain't, ain't ain't banging like carol's Mm-mm. carol would have had some of that apple, apple sauce and oatmeal in there he would have came his little ass downstairs and if he wouldn't have she would have yanked yanked his ass up that and honestly i think and i might be wrong but i think for that little boy even though carol threatened to kill him i think he feels safe around her like like yeah like when he around her he's like i know that she gonna take care of me like we ain't gonna be having no closets and no shit like that like i know that that whatever happens she's gonna be there and he's more afraid of the wolves than he is a so um yeah so carol was like i mean so jesse just had to had to give up because the cookies wasn't bagging she let her son Mm -hmm. stay up there um deanna's walking through alexandria she's looking at a house and you can hear some audio in the background of people talking and this guy goes i'm gonna talk that way because that's the way it is now it was all a lie the fact that we're alive is a joke he's talking to some lady right about then a zombie comes out of nowhere attacks deanna she uh move she drops what she's carrying like all these supplies the zombie trips over it uh, a wine bottle glass breaks or wine bottle breaks and she takes the top half of it and shakes the zombie all up in his chest and shit not in the head so the zombie's she, still alive she don't know <laughs> right she don't know <laughs> she ain't she don't, like i said that's that's about like me starting uh starting the first person shooter game Le- left right rb up 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 ah oh, damn i did so deanna <laughs> was shaking the zombie and then rick comes over and sees her struggling and kills the zombie before it can bite her or anything instantly too but then she looks at rick and says i want to live and to me that was a pivotal moment for her mm-hmm. because she said that covered in blood right right well she had first just gotten herself she there was her first aggressive action since reg being killed in my opinion like she's never killed a zombie before like i said she's she's what we like to call um book smart right you know what i mean like everything's cool with her in theory but then in real life when you have to get your hands messy and stab a zombie and kill it she ain't done none of that she don't know shit about that life so she had to get kind of um hip to game that way mm-hmm. um <clears throat> anyway so she kills a zombie i mean rick kills a zombie and then she tells him i want to live i want this place to stay standing and then rick says you need to lead them and then she says you don't need me rick they what they need what they don't need me rick what they need is you which is a pivotal scene also from the comic book so right. that was cool uh what i wanted from this place is it really just pie in the sky she asked rick and rick says no and i'm like well if rick's on board with her vision that shit gonna get done 
ain't that the truth like they gonna get all that shit them solar panels the ball the wall reinforcements the fucking he gonna guarantee it get yeah, done. yeah they'll put a moat around that bitch if rick says get it done um so uh meanwhile aaron is talking to maggie there on top of the fence or on top of the wall and she's like i'll be right back she leaves she goes to wipe glenn's name off of the dead board mm-hmm. which i didn't notice them watching uh wiping nicholas's name off so. I th- oh, I, is it me or were they just wiping I, I thought they were just wiping all the names off but they started with oh his name. is that what it was okay yeah, i yeah. thought it was just glenn okay that's what she started because some of those people we do know are dead right they're really dead but it might be one of the things where it's just a reminder so she was like fuck it well let's just erase all the names i hope not because too many people work too hard on that wall for them to go do that shit <laughs> you some think of those people are dead. Is a fuck? uh i i think i'm right i think i think they only erased glenn's name i bet they they left nicks up because they was like you know that nigga dead yeah uh so anyway but maybe they erased them all i, I didn't catch that yeah, because Aaron started wiping her name off too. That's what. That's why I, I saw. But he was wiping the other half of Glenn's name. It was really big. Uh, yeah, I didn't see him going up high because the wall. Remember, the, it goes all the way to the top of the wall. There's names up and down, and like I said, some of those people are dead. Yes, they are, and it's said in memory of, and that would be really fucking disrespectful. They erase everybody's name off that shit because they decided. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Glenn, I can see, but just everybody like fuck, fuck your family and shit that you. And- put up here in memorial in memory of fuck them and they, i'm taking it off because i decided <coughs> nah, that's no that's not and they works. may have taken nicholas name off too because they don't know it's like a question mark for both well of that's why i said i didn't see them wiping nicholas's oh, name off okay so i wondered they're just like and hey, fuck nicholas i mean come on let's be honest guys <laughs> well, we know he did. let's be honest he was a bitch um so uh aaron then suggests that maggie might want to name the baby after him aaron or aaron e-r-i-n if it's a girl uh then i thought that's a bit damn presumptuous mr i lost my packet everybody's dead right y'all ain't best friends okay i know gay dudes and straight women like to do the, the best friend thing but hey it's a little too soon it's a little too fast <laughs> you gotta at least do her hair or something one time i know green that scalp right i do love the character of aaron though because they didn't go with the negative stereotypes quote-unquote or the just the typical stereotypes of well here's a gay character how do we make the audience know he's gay like how in every scene are we gonna be like and he talks this way and he walks that way and he always says something sassy and funny and he's he's, a normal human being like everybody else yeah it's just like yeah he's just a character and oh he happens to be have a husband so right you know if if it's not a scene about that it's none of your fucking business correct uh anyway uh and he's a badass i love that about him yes he is uh that look of disgust she had for spencer from two weeks ago for rosita i'm sorry rosita was at the top of the gate fence looking down on watch crying when spencer walked up she wiped the tears away real quick and the look of disgust she had for spencer was completely gone remember two weeks ago to come back oh okay let me uh let me refresh so karen what's up with them uh titties you know since the audience <laughs> can't hear us right now i know but they can see us so i can't pull them out i'm sorry uh-huh. so i was just asking about them seeing if everything's all right oh yeah they doing good back here all right so rosita is at the top of this gate and she's crying she saw spencer coming she wiped her tears away and you know she had a look 
the look of disgust she had for him a couple of weeks ago is now gone mm-hmm. and she had respect for his chip stealing ass and was like hey you did a good job shooting that truck and keeping it from breaking in the fence and spencer says i just got lucky she said well lucky or not just keep doing what you're doing and then she walked off and it felt very friendly at first i thought it was gonna get a little romantic but it felt more like mutual camaraderie like respect yeah. Uh, and then rosita leaves him up there and then he pulls out some pringles from his pocket and starts eating them right i'm like this nigga he gonna gain 30 pounds next week right and gonna talk about wood right i ain't take nothing he gonna be like you guys need to slow down on these motherfucking beans okay and cinnamon right now if anybody can pass me them pringles i'm gonna finish that off (laughs) uh rick goes and meets jesse who's in her garage and rick is like yeah i um you know about burying the bodies and shit earlier i reason i told you to wait for that is because i still have hope for glenn and the rest of my crew returning and you know i feel like everything's gonna go back to normal and it's Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna and she said yeah but you said it's gonna be a while and he was like yeah it can it might be a while before they get back and she says rick it's been a while like 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 we like the the rules are over for that bullshit bury these motherfuckers they stank um so then jesse is like you know i'm realizing through all this shit how fucked up this world is you know like this this world is 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 bleak you know what i mean like i had to kill a motherfucker today you know like shit got real so fast right and i think for jess it's not the same storyline as curl but it's one of those things where she she's fighting now where before she wouldn't have went down there and killed that woman yeah she's all the way woke right now right so she's like nah i don't want to die i've had my ass whooped my children have been beat i will not stand and allow shit to happen like i did before right you know it's uh i'm a survivor right you know so um i just thought that was a you know so then she basically says like tell me there's more to which we finally get it after all this time an actual kiss that has consent and purpose to it right not rick trying to sneak a smooch while he's handing her his baby right not rick eyeing her ass as her husband looks on like just a pure d like i need you know she just basically like make me feel good (laughs) and too i think that she understands him more i think prior to that attack yeah she didn't understand she was like crazy motherfucker get the fuck away from me yeah i can learn how to shoot and take care of myself but shit hadn't hit the fan but mm-hmm. when she realized she was like oh this is the shit that you've been ranting and raving about that i've been ignoring uh, uh, uh we're, we're the same now because i've had to kill people too and this is her reaction to the end of the world right like this is everybody's reaction this this week is to this idea that hey like we can die any moment Mm-hmm. you know before this they were just kind of like out there like hey you know we're all just trying to make it and now it's officially like hey uh your ass could die at any moment correct um all right man um and that and then deanna goes and hits the gate 
with the zombies on the other side of the fence and then she walks by the gate and you look at the i mean by the wall you look at the wall and there's blood coming through the wall in my opinion it is yeah and it's trickling down the wall now some people think something happened at the top of the wall and start trickling down but through the laws of physics that makes no fucking sense no unless the wall is at a slanted angle the blood would have had to trickle all the way from the top it wouldn't start halfway and then start trickling down mm-hmm. yeah I, I think the zombies are just pressing so hard that the zombies in front are starting to bleed through the walls yes they're uh, right as we've seen before with zombies where they just burst in this fucking shit and, and bleed and stuff and i think it's just a sign that hey the wall does have some structural insecurities in it and it can crack with enough weight pushed upon it and the zombies eventually are going to crack that fucking wall mm-hmm. if they don't catch it in time yes sir yeah so uh and i watched that shit several times that's my opinion if i'm wrong i'll just be wrong y'all we'll find out in a couple weeks i'm sure because uh, i don't think it's gonna ha- find out anytime soon mm-hmm. all right we got some emails let's do these emails um cecil writes in they walking and kissing i like this episode good to see how they all dealt with the aftermath of the wolves attack maggie was about to follow in glenn's footsteps relying on that alexandrian was gonna get her fucked up too i'm surprised she gave up on finding glenn so soon especially after how hard she went last time when they were apart you called it on maggie being pregnant <laughs> i know i did play and, and her being pregnant is probably the biggest reason why she probably if she wasn't pregnant she'd have ran out there yep i think when she almost died in that tunnel and then she just realized like yeah this this is a stupid ass plan glenn wouldn't want me doing this right they are really playing up this glenn thing i bet they drag it up all the way to the season finale they'll keep on teasing until the end i think he's dead the longer they tease i get less confident in that opinion i'm excited to see what happens to the other group that's leading the herd love the show uh yeah i'm excited to see too man next week we get glenn and abe and sasha not glenn i mean what i say glenn daryl daryl mm-hmm. yeah I mean, we probably get glenn too he's probably alive doing well and i'm excited about that crew because we all know they know how to survive so that's gonna be interesting yeah what if glenn's just somewhere with a new family oh! uh adrian wrote in and it's a very long email so i'll just go to the part about the episodes because the rest is you know not pertinent uh i watched it twice because one of the viewers in our house couldn't watch it when it aired so i watched it when it aired and again uh i thought maybe a second viewer would give me more thoughts but there just wasn't much going on that warranted a comment first why did aaron pick that time to confess to losing his pack seriously they are all falling apart it doesn't seem like the time to be adding to it here's why he did that because they weren't believing rick right and they were basically saying like you can see the crowd being like fuck what rick's talking about we're all gonna die just give up the zombies at our door we've never seen these motherfuckers before rick has done nothing but make shit worse and aaron had to come and be like no if it wasn't for rick we'd be fucking dead the wolves came here because of me and then the zombie plan uh this is only half of them if rick didn't have a plan all the zombies would be here and we'd be fucking dead so he was basically saying like y'all lay off rick second rick told them all to be quiet it didn't seem like anyone was particularly quiet until the whisper section between rick and jesse at the end of the show yeah i thought um it was ironic when rick was telling them to be quiet by yelling <laughs> we're gonna be quiet tonight no lights i'm like uh can you just take it down or not <laughs> can we use our inside voices come on rick come on man take that 10 to a 5 take your own advice 
uh as they keep harping on in the commercial only three more episodes of 2015 i.e until the mid-season break they have definitely had fewer people in every episode do you think the actors get paid less than they are in the episode um i don't know mm. i don't know what that i think with syndication and shit that doesn't really matter, matter but right. i don't know i don't know maybe they have other projects going on they can't be in every episode right who knows of the five episodes this season carol has only been in two of them she's one of my favorites yeah i feel like that's kind of um unfair to say because um if you think about it the morgan episode takes everybody down by one except morgan right because there's two people pretty much in that whole episode um so everybody's using that as like a notch against like why is the so-and-so not in this episode it's like well no one's in that episode so nobody they didn't even talk about alexandria and they've chosen to, to tell the story by because they had such a huge cast by taking certain groups and telling the story of uh, what they were doing and then juxtaposing it the next week with what was going on the other side with the other people i feel like everybody's getting not equal camera time but everybody's kind of getting their due and i think we have our favorite characters but one of the reasons these characters are our favorite is because this show knows how to use certain people sparingly right so like oversaturate yeah some of these people are not as interesting as you guys think they are but Mm -hmm. it's working because they're giving them to you in small doses and you go oh yeah this person's awesome you know like but if if carol was doing ninja shit every week we she would quickly become like the okay they're going too far with carol now or you know like the housewife martha stewart carol that's interesting in small doses because it's funny but you know that you do it too much then it's kind of like all right i don't i don't really give a fuck about her making a casserole this week um <sighs> carol's only been at two she's one of my favorites and one episode was awesome impossible white man carol but i will i will still not quite the ensemble cast we're used to yeah i think they've had to split it up to keep interesting episodes as well mm-hmm. you know you don't want to put all your best characters on one crew and then that's it i'm not following online comments but it seems like people are not enjoying this breaking up of the cast and seemingly limited okay. exposure to the whole group oh all right i don't know why i'm starting to get kicked out now but okay mm-hmm. um yeah you're using firefox ain't you um no nah, i'm using uh microsoft edge which is this other browser anyway what the fuck is edge lord don't worry about it don't don't that's not we don't have time <laughs> um no all right so uh uh where was i um yeah so yeah i'm not following online comments but it seems like people are not enjoying this breaking up of the cast and seemingly limited exposure to the whole group i'm actually kind of liking this tactic although i'm concerned that it means the producers may want to shrink the cast and lose several of the core folks just such as glenn or carol or daryl or michonne uh well somebody's got to die at some point mm-hmm. every season they seem like they kill off a couple main characters uh and bring in a couple other people that become main characters the other thing is um i like i don't like this is just the way you have to tell a story when you have this many cast members it's just i don't know how like it would be really 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 fucking disjointed if we got every cast member in a scene every week like that would look like chaos complete chaos um and they don't even do that in game of thrones but they got hundreds of characters and honestly i just don't listen to people that say they don't like the show because they the ratings are through the roof it's the most watched show on tv and these motherfuckers are live tweeting it every week on the dot so it's like at what point do i just go oh you're full of shit you don't hate this show at all you know you know when you hate a show you just stop watching it i know i do like i hate leftovers and i haven't watched the episode yet 
uh i'd even put morgan in that group just because he was someone from the very beginning of the show even though he hasn't been a consistent character on the show at this point of those five i think only michelle may be safe because of her screen time everyone else hasn't had much screen time or has been written to seem like they are offable any thoughts on all of whether we'll see any of them go outside the glenn controversy that's been covered i think have a lovely week now i don't really don't speculate on who's gonna die to be quite mm-hmm. honest with y'all like i just watch i'm watching the story to enjoy the story me too and i just i think whatever choices they make i just want the choices to be justified by the choices that the characters have made in the mm. in the story right and consequences of their actions right i'm not really into this whole like all right guys this character is dying so therefore we gotta you know look at it this way and that way like nah mm-hmm. it's cool like if a character is you know like i like i don't like spoilers i hate when people see me like they cast this guy or right did you see so-and-so is on a new show that must mean they're not gonna be like i hate that shit honestly and i purposely stay away from them and i don't think you can tell by screen time necessarily because typically the episodes where they kill somebody they give them fucking all the screen time and you don't know until it's that week where you're like oh shit they just gave fucking tyrese a whole episode you're like well that motherfucker's gonna die you know so and you don't know that until that episode correct turk writes in hi guys i used to be anti-jessic now i hope rick and jesse start bumping uglies back in the day i used to ship rick shown rick and michonne are like your two friends you love and you want them to be together just because they are single and cute together the reality is michonne don't seem like the type to put up with ain't shit niggas and right now rick is a definition of one since he was pushing up on that married woman y'all been off rick michonne i think that's a yeah for the same reason i don't like rick i think rick is overrated uh, I think Rick is trying to prove a point to himself by being in a romantic relationship in season three. Herschel got Rick all shook about sea murder, killing these that child soldier. Rick completely withdrew and played farmer until he was forced to do otherwise. I think he took Michonne's warning from season five that they could be out there too long very seriously. Uh, it played uh, in the Lori's opinion from season two that she would rather have Carl die from his wound than become another animal trying to survive on the road we literally had rick acting like an animal when he was forced to kill joe by biting his juggler he seemed like a wolf or a lion that with all that blood on his face um well i think rick i think rick last season we said this when they were in alexandria and he was looking at jesse and he was holding that baby and stuff i think rick has decided that he wants what he had with Lori and shit mm, back right like he's like i want this family i want this safety and security i want it all back uh rick needs to show himself so he can live the type of life he had before the z-pock he's got a job most animals don't work uh he's trying to engage in some in a kind of a monogamous relationship most animals don't do that either okay you've lost the thread here what he's an animal now uh i think you're i some of you guys in y'all's theories i don't know what y'all doing like the the whole the like the black man is a savage people and uh now rick is, is just like an animal i i think it's a little too much all right they can step away from the tv a little bit and just follow the threads that they're giving you i don't think rick's an actual animal he didn't kill carter i, I think they that to me maybe i'm misunderstanding but i think they're saying like his animal type of um animal instinct kind of kicked in you know how he bit the dude how that you know oh i get that okay. i'm saying it it went too far once you get into okay. animal most animals don't get in monogamous relationships most animals shit out without wiping their ass like okay man all right he's not an actual animal that's no, okay he's not 
uh he didn't kill carter even though he had a reason to which took self-control animals don't have to exhibit self-control because they don't have rules rick is trying to assimilate into a normal life uh rick was going to get wiped up regardless jesse just happened to be the first opportunity rick could not be with someone within his group because they all had the same problem of being out there too long jesse was the first person to show up at his doorstep she showed she showed trust by saying she wasn't afraid of him the added bonus is that she works in the pantry you know eugene loves snacks so at least one other person at rick's house would be happy about the relationship uh i don't know if eugene is in their house i also don't no. think that uh that jesse works in the pantry no she cuts that's hair olivia. yeah that's olivia jesse cuts hair my guess is that jesse checked out of her marriage a long time ago and just stayed with her husband because it's the best available option for her and her kids as Lori told rick right before she died we pretty much have to stay together because there's not even a way to split our assets um yeah i don't think that's true at all i think people can leave all the time in the zombie apocalypse fuck it right what that says so what 401k are we gonna divide up yeah well you gonna take me to court um the other thing is where's your lawyer that zombie out there i think she stayed because it's an abusive relationship and she got kids right and there was really nothing they could do in the town and everybody in the town just let it go on right because he's the doctor basically i hope michonne and daryl eventually get together and by the way i don't think she gave up because she told rick a long time ago that he pete had gone through this before and they had worked it out and think that he had gotten better but now he was still getting he was going back to being worse hope michonne and daryl eventually get together after she gets over the death of her boyfriend and son based on michonne's dream for season four she seems like the type that might not mind a, do, a dude who wear doesn't wear deodorant we all know he's musty she does have natural hair and was wearing fashions from the motherland so she probably wears that hippie deodorant that doesn't work uh, michonne doesn't smell though because she's a goddess smiley face do you think do you guys think rick or any other gang can be normal again peace turquoise none of them are going back to normal turquoise I, in my opinion you can't uh but after shit like that there's no such thing as normal yeah and i do think you're right about rick trying to assimilate the wildness and the craziness that he absorbed on the road and adopt to this new life but i just don't think it's possible because n- nothing's ever gonna be that peaceful for rick like that th- this world will always need the unthinkable done in order to survive and that's what rick is best at uh so i don't think life will let him be the rick that he wants to be which is like a, a father and taking care of some kids and I-, I don't i just don't think the world's too harsh for that <clears throat> They walk in season six, episode five. Alicia writes in, Rod, Karen, and bomb ass guest. Uh, I have to say first how much I love the podcast. I haven't joined the new members class, but I plan to get myself together. You two are so witty and insightful. Thank you for all that you give. It is more than my slaw, uh, than my slaw non premium ass deserves. Uh, this week's uh, episode was amazing, start to finish. I love how they played with time this season. I'm sure we will find out how Rick escaped the RV and made it to the gate next week we might we might i'll be okay with them not showing it though i realized that today when someone brought right. that up to me it and i was like me you know i was like oh yeah i guess actually it wouldn't i wouldn't it wouldn't matter we we just know he survived i mean if he if he ran out then there's a a million ways you can guess how he survived but you know right. he just i mean got out of there they might address it but like and i'm yeah. trying to funny something that my new it put like this the bigger storylines to tell me than how you accept that i be 
yeah that being said uh i wouldn't be shocked if they addressed it anyway oh yeah oh yeah because they they do seem to, to get every fucking detail on yeah. the show they but. might not not address it <clears throat> tomorrow you know next show but you know eventually they they will address it maybe it'll come up when he talks to morgan i don't know right i think it'll be in a flashback in my opinion i don't know why so many people seem to have an issue with quote-unquote loose ends this show is probably more detailed oriented than any other show i watch and i trust them to give us answers to all our questions the pacing of the reveals is part of the fun at least for me i agree mm-hmm. i love i look forward to seeing deanna journey she has suffered so much lost so much so quickly no one is really equipped to handle that even rick oh how we forget the season of rick talking to walls after lori died right right he was talking on that phone his leadership was pretty non-existent for a time deanna's different because at least for a moment with the blueprint you saw that she still has it in her plan for civilization and community yeah well yeah she also lost her husband and like just she lost shit in a completely different way than rick lost it rick lost his shit savagely um interestingly whereas deanna's story this week was about her loneliness loneliness everyone else's storyline was tied to that connection with another person jesse rick carl enid ron betsy uh who killed herself and her whose husband died with michonne and them it is definitely cuffing season alexandra i want to see rick have a companion uh yeah you actually left out um um tara and denise right you some kind of um you some kind of homophobe is that what's going on alicia no all right uh i'm just joking um uh i want to see rick have a companion maybe someone who takes as much care of him as he takes of everyone else i don't know that he will ever have had that with laurie even in pre-apocalypse and i'm here for tara and the doctor version of that pantry lady (laughs) ha yeah denise does remind me of olivia i got them confused like rod i suspect that maggie was pregnant i also knew that she would put herself at risk once she realized she realized glenn was missing maggie and glenn have always put their relationship above the group remember when they left the group to roll with abraham to dc yep mm-hmm. and leaving her sister behind not a criticism is just how they love i'm happy that she realized she couldn't risk herself the baby and aaron just to confirm whether he's dead or not i don't know what to think about spencer unfortunately he's still a coward i don't know why he volunteered to take carol's place atop the wall to relieve rosita but i don't think he really wants to protect the community some people are speculating that that's his blood on the wall in the last shot i don't know but i didn't it didn't look like it was coming from up top right uh rather it looked like it was coming through that hole anyway i can't wait to get more carol and michonne hopefully next week and find out what's popping with daryl sasha abraham love your review best one out there thank you thank you lastly are yvonne writes in hi rod and karen uh another enjoyable episode of the walking dead i'm getting slightly frustrated that they simply won't show us if glenn is dead or not i told y'all that was gonna happen everybody that was okay with that shit i'm just waiting to see how long they, they it's okay uh it kind of feels like so the sophia situation all over again <clears throat> it kind of does I, I would say in this one is if it's almost worse because with sophia they weren't going on the talking dead afterwards and teasing it right <laughs> like you just didn't have this like and now we're gonna release a statement and now we're gonna say you will see pieces of them somehow instead of just letting the story play out they spent a whole half a season teasing us about that little girl's fate knowing damn well she wouldn't have survived on her own dead or alive i just hope the next episode reveals what happened to him and it won't right i do not trust that little motherfucker ron i just knew he was going to try to push rick into those zombies he didn't but i can't shake the feeling he's up to something ron is a punk follow 
falling to the ground coughing all dramatically when carl gives him that weak ass shove right come on i've been hit harder by a gust of wind rick better sleep with one eye open especially when ron sees rick trying to get in dress his drawers right he ain't gonna be too pleased with that rick gonna walk out of walk out of there like uh, that scene in baby boy with, <laughs> with Ben Reigns and Tyrese. But naked. Mm-hmm. Uh all right, man. Um let's uh let's get to uh some new stuff, guys. All right. Uh and this this what's only let's just do let's just do Ben Carson. How about that? We'll just do Ben Carson and we'll get out of here. Okay, because we gotta go watch Arrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Um so uh this segment about Ben Carson is brought to you by Bevel. The first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. That's right. Even if you was a sellout, you know who needs to use these razor, these razors more than anybody else? Sellouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black men that sell us out typically have what? No hair on their face. Now, how do they get that hair off of their face but still stay smooth? unirritated and looking fresh they go to getbevel.com that's right so even if you listen to this and you think that i am gender fluid and messing up the uh the gay agenda <laughs> you can get your face clear too brother mm-hmm. you don't got to love me to love your own face so go to getbevel.com use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t b-e-v-e-l dot com happy happy uncle tommy brothers all right um all right so we gotta do our new ben carson segment the one that everybody's been been waiting for uh now i will say this i've been getting some good reviews about the second remix that i did (laughs) some people like the re-remix of the ben carson song uh now some people still holding out i saw people saying like yo i'm not ready to vote for this nigga off of this remix you want to try a little harder so i had to add more flames to it guys so hopefully this will get the vote out for ben carson <laughs> all right guys hope you uh hope you're ready for this okay i'll reload it Oh my word. Ladies, you wear the 
Right. You got knocked the fuck out, man. All right. <laughs> Hopefully that'll get the vote out. Uh, no. We got chickens and, and cows and roosters. What's happening here? Black people do love chicken. I tried to think of all the stuff black people like. And I put it in there. Friday. Choppers. <coughs> well, I know that's a gun now. You know, I didn't always know a chopper was a gun. Scarface. You know. Yeah, I, I done came a long way. You know, talking about chopping in my car. I was like, why do you have cancers and utensils in your car? They had to explain to me that means guns because I'm fucking old. Because if the people are not well informed, all it takes is unscrupulous politicians and news media and off the people go in a completely wrong direction. Listening to all kinds of propaganda and inculcating that into their method of thinking. And then it becomes real easy for them to swallow things. If they don't really understand the financial situation of the country and somebody comes along and says, free college for everybody. They'll say, oh, what a wonderful person. And they have no idea that all you're talking about is hastening the destruction of the nation. What? That's right, Karen. Free college is going to destroy our nation, according to Ben Carson. Mm-hmm. But college is the way everybody, quote, unquote, tells people that's how you're supposed to get out of pocket. Well, if you weren't stupid, if you weren't stupid and you didn't get tricked into believing that, uh you would uh you would understand so maybe maybe if you would have paid for your education you'd be fine uh big carson also uh said that baby hitler has the right to life that's right he doesn't believe in abortion carson as perhaps the most anti-hitler but also the most anti-abortion candidate would you be in favor of aborting baby hitler I'm not in favor of boarding anybody. Mr. Not even Hitler. Okay. Do you think that you were allowed pro Hitler? Pro Hitler. I'm not afraid. I'm not in favor of aborting anybody. Uh, my favorite part about that though is um, that is a ridiculous question. Right. Like I don't even know why we have to. Like when we talk about abortion, we always had to ask these candidates the dumbest fucking. Okay let's imagine the baby was superman and ah. a meteor was coming and only superman could save us from the meteor would you then be allowed by the way superman was conceived as a baby of rape okay you could go back in time ah. and you had a kryptonite abortion laser lord do you shoot him in the womb and also that's lex Luthor's baby all right go ahead like stop like why do we have to have these extreme situations yes or no are you for it or against it the end that's all that matters all right man we gotta go watch arrow uh this has been fun Mm -hmm. uh we appreciate everybody of course um make sure you guys get out and vote for ben carson uh let me play the outro music for this segment okay i'm reloaded Oh my word.
Until next time. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>